Hello, one and all, this is Kevo, and this is another edition of The Great Northern Way. Thank you for tuning in, and we thank you for tuning in for part one of the Nightlife series with our special guest, Jay Latham. We thank you for tuning in for part two. We will recap part one, but first, a few announcements. For anything The Great Northern Way related, you can always go to our Instagram at The Great Northern Way P O D. For anything merchandise related, you can go to our Facebook at Facebook, The Great Northern Way Shop S H O P. Also, we like to remind you that you also can subscribe. We do appreciate that. You can do so for $2.99 per month. And that is on Spotify. On our first episode, Johnny Latham spoke of his time becoming a GM at Lamplighter Bar in Gastown. He also spoke of his time in Wollongong, Australia. And as we last spoke with him, he spoke about how there was so much activity going on in Byron Bay and how he appreciated being in Vancouver. We pick up where we left off. There's such a pool for Australia, I guess. And it's so far away from the States, right? Yeah. The Western world. It's about 16, 14 hours mm. um, time zone wise. Yeah. And so I, I get it, you know, but mm. or, or I don't. But anyway, and, uh, one last thing is we're also just a big island. Like we don't have, if you think about it, a lot of other countries, you can just drive and you can cross a border into another country. While Australia is just this big. That's a good point. <laughs> F off island. Sorry, I'm trying to not swear. <laughs> F off island, like in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, where, yes. like, you know, you can cross state lines, sure, but there's no other countries really close to us or around us. It's just sort of the coastline, and we're just sort of over in. Over I guess, in I guess you're right. After all, after all is said and done, mm. right, and the city life is lived, it's yep. still an island, right? Yeah, and there's still so many something. different parts and aspects. Absolutely, yeah. That's cool. And so, like, you've done acting at a, since a young age. You mm. said since five? Since five years old, yeah. And you were a child actor, right? Child actor, we, yeah. yeah. we spoke about not, this Not movie. quite a, like a child star, but a child actor. I'm getting out. <laughs> What's it gonna be? Fists? Guns? Razor. Go on. You have the first shot. And then again, that's not the only razor I carry. This is Nick Wilson, head injury from a thrown bottle, no LOC. Been a bit of wheelchair assistance refused. I'm only here to see my brother. Mate, we've brought you in for a reason. Just let us start, Joe. Look, I just want to see Ryan, alright? Where is he? Just take it easy, mate. He's been looked after. Where is he? Okay, and so talk about some of the roles and how you got yeah. started. And was your mom a helicopter mom, or was it like Absolutely Johnny actually shot? You, you actually, actually. okay, <laughs> this is interesting. How did that start? Yeah, so uh, my mom, uh, my mom and dad just weren't in like acting or anything like that. My dad's a, an electrical engineer, um, and my mom's done a bunch of retail jobs. Uh, my whole life, but uh, I she was very much a stay-at-home mum as well. Okay. Um, I mentioned they had the big steelworks there, and my dad's an electrical engineer there, and has, has been for like 50 years, which is uh, amazing for him. Like he's doing done such a good job. Uh, but yeah, I remember my mum put me and my older sister into just local drama classes, and it was just to sort of boost our confidence as kids. She just thought like, oh, this will be good if they have social to speeches, something social, yeah. Sort of uh, but I just. Uh, 
according to my mum, I can't remember real much, but I just loved it. Like, apparently, I would just get really excited every day. It was a Saturday, I remember, um, every day for the class that we had on. Uh, and that particular place, it's called the Drama Studio. It's okay. in Wollongong, Australia. And I do want to give them a shout out just because uh, I, I not only was uh, doing classes there up until the end of high school, uh, so for 12 years I was always doing classes there, I ended up teaching for them because I'd been there for so long. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, and Fiona Finlay, who's been the teacher there the whole time that I've been there, a great friend now in, the, in my life, uh, and great mentor especially. Uh, but yeah, she's been running this drama studio for I think 25 years in this little town of Australia, puts on like three plays a year, like just puts so much effort and work in. And yeah, I would ne never be where I am today or, or anything like that if it wasn't for her and that little drama studio that's in Wollongong. So, um, so yeah, so it's amazing to see those little drama classes that you can do and where, where it sort of takes and inspires you. Yeah. Um, but from there, yeah, it was just I was encouraged to, you know, uh, as a kid I took to it quite naturally apparently and I just sort of felt that. So uh, encouraged to do a bunch of auditions. So at five years old, had an audition for theatre shows and things like that. So a lot of my early career was in uh, theatre. Okay. So I uh, did a couple of touring plays that went around Australia. Uh, and things, and then when I got to high school, I uh, started doing other ones that toured overseas. Um, uh, and then, yeah, especially into high school, started getting into a lot more like sort of film and TV work. And like okay. when you're a kid, it kind of snowballs. It's like a lot of other actors you work with, or especially adult actors, they'll get another project and they'll be like, oh, we've got to cast a kid. And, you know, the older actor will be like, oh, actually, hey, I, I just worked with this kid. Right. Like, hey, you should get him. He's, he's potty trained. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's trained. He's he knows what to do. His mum's not a helicopter mum. He's got his ABCs yeah. down. Yeah. Okay. I think, actually, if you want to have a quick story, I think one of my first ever, like, film TV auditions as a kid, uh, my mum drove me up to Sydney, because that's where it's happening, in the major city, and uh, and she's looking for a park. She's like, okay, I'll just drop you off, and, like, you go in, and, you know, you just go up, and we'll go from there. And I was like, oh, yeah, sweet. So I did that. She found a park, and I was there. And they were just rushing through the auditions because I had so many kids to see. It was one of those big casting calls. And they were like, oh, is, you, is your mum here to fill out like the sheet to say, like, you know, this is my name and this is it. And I was like, oh, no, she's just parking the car. And they, the casting agent was amazed that I was the only kid not there with my mum present in the room, sort of being like, oh, wait, like, you know, get, get, get see myself. Because see one my thing daughter, about like, Johnny, he's, sort of I mean, so. he's, he's very, but, like, wise beyond his years. So oh, I can only imagine as a kid, mm. you were probably you know same yeah. way yeah and not, not that she was, and she came in and filled out the sheet later on but it was just <laughs> interesting to see how it wasn't so much like oh here's my kid they have to be a star please please and uh, this yeah. was sort of this was no more, if like, anything i get so. from you is that you're laid back your family's kind of you know similar like obviously mm. your dad's an engineer so yeah. smart mm. but laid back which means it's like you just know how to pick and choose yeah. your battles your points and not mm. just to see your mom like now i'm parking the car going up there johnny boy yeah. And you're like, sure, mom. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna sign your name. Is that so, cool? I love how my voice is so deep. As I, yeah, because if I, because yeah, yeah. if, if I actually tried to like imitate how you said it, like an accident, it would sound silly and foolish, and it nah, probably come off like amazing. an English chap. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm trying to save my own self from looking stupid. So Never your voice had to go deeper because if it had gone any lighter, amazing. I would have actually yeah. tried, and it probably would have been like a South African horrible accent. Yeah. Because you know, can't nobody get the Australian mm. accent right, but. So anyway but, yeah um you're a car carrier member of the Arrowverse. oh yes how was yeah. it how was it to get a role in dc's legends of tomorrow yeah it was pretty fun actually uh it was like a role that was like um i know it was credited as lab assistant very much like dr frankenstein so okay uh i don't know whether they just didn't have the rights to call it that but uh that's pretty much what i did and i uh, uh brought up uh, one of the main villains that brought him back to life to cause more mischief in the Arrowverse. but no it was a lot of fun uh, long hours on that one on that show 
but uh, but yeah, got to work with it, like like the whole cast, which is really rad. Uh, that is really cool. really talented. You so. never forget that experience. Oh yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 never. So no, that yeah, is that super, is super super rad. And you've got you've done besides that, you've done lots of roles, uh, yep. which you have over twenty one credits on IMDb. Oh, thank you. Uh, yeah. Which one was your favorite? Ooh, there's there's a couple of them. There was a little horror film called Feed the Gods, which was a really lot of fun. I read um, that when I read that. Say, which is little like uh, Bigfoot like horror movie sort of thing. Okay. Um, so that was really really cool. Um, the 100 was really fun. I was in the first season of that. Uh, with the edit, it was a bit of a blink and you'll miss me sort of role. But uh, during <laughs> the filming, it was a lot bigger and that was really fun. So that was a uh, that was really cool. So yeah. nice. So you say feed the gods would probably be feed the gods was a lot of fun. Yeah. Nice, so. nice. And so, like, yeah, now we're going to get over to the nightlife. That's Ooh, what we, let's do it. Yeah. we got. We got the man, the, the myth legend mm. here. So, um, you've uh, you, you worked over 12 years. Yeah, over 12 years. Uh, yeah. Within, within the uh, uh, industry. And mm. you've worked at upscale restaurants like West yep. Oak and Yelltown. Yep. Uh, Yelltown is another section where people hang out and go out here. Mm. Uh, as well as an upscale strip club. Or, yeah. you know, uh, I don't know, a cabaret, right? Yes. Uh, called Brandy's. Yes. And so, which do you prefer? Ooh, it's a good question. I mean, they're both very, very different. Uh, Brandy's was a very interesting experience. Uh, so, to pick up where I left off, was that when I left Lamplighter, uh, I was offered the bar managing role at Brandy's. And okay. so, I, uh, I took on that. And I thought, this is an interesting, different different direction in life. But, uh, but it was a very cool place. Um, so, yeah, worked, worked there for about five years. Uh, in total, I think. So you mean after three months of Barted? Yeah. How many months of being a bar manager? Oh, about That's a year. About a year? a year and a half, yeah. Close to two years. So, so when you came here, you were totally green. You were 21. Absolutely green. You yep. were thinking about getting to L.A. Yep. You got this job because you sold you sold out and told the guy you'd work hard, double yep. shifts. Mm. You're double shifting your butt off. Yep. Then you three months bar back. I mean, we'll bar back in three months. Actually, bartending mm. got offered the bar manager position. Yeah, a year and a half, mm. and then you got offered one of the most exclusive upscale strip clubs here, in uh, one of the nicer ones here in Vancouver. Yeah, my man, uh, we're getting there. Yeah, my so, man, so, so, so. wow, mm. man, that's a turn. That's a turn of yeah. events. Did you ever like stop and go? You know what? Wasn't I supposed to go to that? Yeah, I think there was moments in my life where I was like, oh, yeah, this, this is... This. But you had it so much... the original plan. But, but the life, guys, the life here, the lifestyle mm. here in Vancouver is like anything else. Unlike anything else. Now, let's not mention he's probably doing auditions here and there. Yeah, still was, still was acting. Probably still meeting was. and doing an acting mm. role. But it's like the life is here. Like, if you can, if you can accomplish all these other things, mm. yet, you know, obviously make the... And those are, you know, career moves, depending on how you want to go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and, and the thing about it here, I don't know what it is with Wollongong, but in LA, it's not as accessible. Mm. Here, there's mass transit, it's accessible. You can live downtown, it's accessible. Yeah. Um, you know, you can scooter, as we'll yeah, talk later, which is accessible. Yeah. So you can do it. It's just like, in LA, it's great, but it's just so many different little headaches mm. to do the same thing, essentially. Yeah, essentially, yeah, yeah, essentially, yeah. essentially, essentially. Mm. But but go ahead. So so yeah, so, so Brand Brandy's Brandy's was an interesting eye opening experience because Lamplighter, uh, while it was a very busy nightclub on the weekends and okay. a sort of friendly neighborhood pub on the weekdays, which it still is, um, uh, which is great. Like you always know that Lamp's going to be there. Yeah, Brandy's was very eye opening. Um, obviously, highly sexualized environment uh, being a strip club, but it was very different to other strip clubs. 
at Brandy's, uh, they call it, they actually call it Brandy's Show Lounge, and it, it, it really much is. It's like naked Cirque du Soleil. I can so, see that, uh, yeah. Yeah, all the girls on stage, they do a big show. It's whether, you know, some book up like hoops and like silks and stuff and do, do the big circus thing. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was there, there was a girl uh, that did a massive fire show, so she'd actually light the stage on fire and breathe fire and all this stuff, uh, which is really cool. I'm sure they still do it. Like, I've been out of the, out of the uh, club for a while. But, um, but yeah, they have these big, uh, massive shows on, so you always know when you go there, it's just like, whoa, this is like really, really amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, in comparison to, and I'm comparing this to uh, like a place like the Penthouse, which is another Vancouver strip club. It's a real classic style strip club. Uh, you know, long stage, pole at the end. Uh, and there's nothing wrong with either, there's nothing, sorry, uh, wrong or right with either of them. They're just their own different Different things, yeah. Uh, and I'm saying that because it's very similar to asking me like, which do I prefer between West Oak and Brandy's? And it's, both of them have different things. Like Brandy's, I kind of got to just sort of run the bar, still wearing suit tie, everything else. Uh, while West Oak wearing the suit and tie, but you know, you're serving food and you've got a different thing. Uh, but I find coincidences with them. So like Brandy's had a, uh, you know, attracted a very VIP clientele, while like West Oak also attracted a very VIP clientele. Uh, so sort of, it helped each other sort of, sort of go from there, so. Yeah. Nice, so your preference, if there was. Oh, I'd probably say, look, uh, West Oak, I had a lot more food service, and I'm definitely someone that stays behind the bar. <laughs> like when I can, when I'm not managing, I like to bartend. So with Brandy's, that was a nice, that was a nice difference. Like Brandy's doesn't have a kitchen or a food, so it's nice just to be able to sit there and bartend and not be sitting there going, "Oh, is the steaks ready? Oh, I got to remember to bring ketchup to table." Yeah, that's a good point. So it's a little, little bit less stressful. Yeah, so right. if I was had to choose between. You got to keep more yeah, people out I'd of choose, strip clubs. Though. Choose the bartending. Yeah. That's yeah. Sure. Sometimes yeah. you got to kick people out of strip clubs. though. Yeah, so I mean, 100%. I guess you know. Mm. Uh, you, you know, uh, but anyways, and then you worked at Brandy Set for five years, yep. right? That was, yeah, you yep. mentioned that. And so um, you mentioned what the clientele was like because you said it's similar to West Oak. Yeah. Uh, and then you mentioned the performance field. So you've already answered. That's the thing about hey. Jay Latham Hill here. He's already answered all my questions. <laughs> I think that's it, Jay. I I'm think like, we're yeah, done. that's it. I'm, I'm going to choose your own yeah. invention novel that never ends. It's like and, turn to page 79, turn to page 358. <laughs> you mentioned a little bit about the, the expectations that management has of excellence mm. from performers. And so you said it is true. And, yeah. you, and you also mentioned the fire show. And I yeah. remember the one time that I was there, uh, this girl, uh, dancer named Persia, I can't remember her name. Mm. Uh, Persia, I can't remember, Persia Pressure or something like that. Yeah. Like she put on this whole show with a top hat and like yeah. all these different things. And I'm just like, oh my goodness, you're right. Cirque du Soleil. Oh, all the girls Cirque have like elaborate costumes. Yeah. Uh, you know, like they have like the Las Vegas showgirl outfits or a lot of them are themed. So, you know, you'll see a Superman or sorry, Superwoman, I should say. Superwoman, you'll see ones. Uh, but some of them were like, there was a girl that did one like from like from dusk till dawn. Oh, sorry, you said Superman and that was just, just hilarious. Yeah, and Superwoman. Uh, and then uh, there was ones that would have like, other uh, based on like other movies and TV shows, but then other people just have brands. Like they'd even have like Kokanee, the beer brand, but it was a big lavish costume. A girl did um, a Canucks one, like based on a hockey team. And that literally came out with like uh, ice hockey stick like wings like it was like oh that's that's nuts it's like victoria secret show it's like just the equivalent like it's just yeah very very cool so, nice mm. that's interesting and so um now that we're talking about brandies and different different shows yeah what is the craziest thing that you've encountered at as a gm at uh you were gm oh, at brandies or no bar just manager? the bar manager okay as yeah, a, yeah, as a yeah. bar manager at brandies bar manager brandies um oh look there's there's one story that jumps to mind and that was on a, on a very busy night 
Uh, so the girls do the show. So like, you know, they have a small break as one girl sort of cleans up and, you know, the, the stage gets cleared and the next girl can come You ain't out. trying to catch COVID. So, uh, you got to clean up the bowl. You got to make, you try, exactly. try to, you got to clean the COVID. Ain't no COVID going on. Yep. All right, and, go uh, and yeah, and this uh, little person uh, jumped on the stage and decided that they were going to do their own show and sort of dance around. And wait. a lot of our security guards, like, were... were wait, wait, little, what's, the, what's, what's the gender? Little, 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 little per, a male. Oh, male okay. little person, uh, Jumped on the stage and was sort of running around and sort of swinging on the poles. So the security, who are quite big buff guys and stuff, uh, and quite tall, like a lot of them over six foot, uh, then tried to come up and grab him. And it was literally like a cat and mouse game as they just, they couldn't reach down and grab him because he's too fast and sort of running around. And, and it was, yeah, and people were like sort of sitting back thinking like, is this part of the show? And I remember just sitting at the bar being like, this is not part of the show. Like, none of this is actually happening. But he's sort of running around the whole bar, jumping back onto, like, I think there's a point where he knew he was getting kicked out. So he was just trying to elongate the process, elongate the as, process. as much as possible. But uh, that's hilarious. Yeah, that, uh, that definitely was a bit of a standout. So that, yeah. that's hilarious mm. that's funny i can see these guys i can see the, like everything being all slippery because yeah. the girl just got through dancing mm. you know what i mean and they're just slipping and sliding <laughs> it's, just, yeah, it's it was, like it's like home alone it was very much like home alone. like go to grab and duck under legs and stuff like that so yeah it's very that's very hilarious um and so what and, and in general because you worked mm. at more than just brandy's what is the craziest thing you've seen that you could speak of yeah in general as far as as far as nightlife in far as nightlife, I mean, there's been a, there's been a lot. Um, there's a lot of celebrity uh, run-ins, things like that. Okay. Um, served everyone from Bruno Mars to uh, Patrick Warburton, who's like Joe from Family Guy. He was super rad to like Jason Momoa or like Aquaman. Oh, Jason like Momoa. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, and then obviously whatever's filming here, like you know, those people sort of visit, especially those uh, you know more uh, high, VIP sort of areas. Um, so yeah, but lots, lots of fun little experiences there. Um, uh, you just remind me of another crazy experience at Brandy's, which I'll, which I'll hopefully this will be a fun story. Is we had this girl that did a like hoop show, and she's done the whole show, finished her big thing. The applause has gone up, and she dismounts from the hoop. The hoop kicks up, knocks the fire sprinkler off. It just plummets water, floods the place. <laughs> I think this was like right before Christmas, actually, as well. Wow. So it's just like jettisoning water because it's like knocked off the whole thing. So we had to be closed. But uh, but yeah. And so the customers like, got sprayed. Everyone yeah. Got oh, sprayed? it was just like hitting the stage, like directly on the stage for like. Obviously, we had it for the fire show and things. Yeah. If anything went wrong, but yeah, just unfortunately the hoop hooked it off. Water yeah. everywhere, flooding, etc. So. Yeah, that was a fun night. Uh, <laughs> and actually, you had me thinking because you know, in in guys in Canada, uh, they they don't have what we have as far as like the dollar bill and the two dollar bill. Mm. Uh, I always I always wanted to bring this up. They have oh, what's yeah. called the two dollar toonie. Yep, the toonie. So I always wondered, <laughs> was there ever a guy who ever you know took a toonie and smacked the girl's ass with it as he was trying to tip her? Well, a lot of was it, it a toonie tip? Well, funnily enough, no. In Canada, they have the $5 note. So that to okay. me, especially in Vancouver, that seems to be the thing. Uh, now, I've never been, but I do know Alberta strip clubs uh, uh, and like a lot of them have what's called a loony toonie game. So a loony is the dollar coin as well. So what will happen is, uh, based on the rules there, a stage has to be a certain height and the audience has to be a you know, certain distance from the performers. Uh, so it's very hard to like get a note on stage. Like it's very hard to like, unless you fold it up into a paper plane or something to get a $5 note. Uh, so they'll do like a Looney Tooney game, which, uh, you know, the girls will have like a poster that they'll sort of auction off or sort of do that. But you'll flick the coins onto the stage. I'm not joking here. Uh, and at the end of the night, the poor girls have to have like a big magnet and sort of like, pick up all the dollar coins and all the toonies and roll them up and that's that sort of but they'll make way more money 
doing off that than they will the five dollar notes at like a BC like British Columbia uh, uh, strip club. So wow. Um, so yeah. So that's See the, the difference between the American dollar bill and then the Canadian dollars mm. is the dollars here. I don't know if you guys have ever seen. They like they're like little pieces of laminated plastic. Yeah. And the dollar in America is is more like a is a car, like a cardboard yeah. or not a cardboard, but it's more like, like a more paper like mache. Paper. Yeah. Like they scrunch it into a ball yeah. and throw it. While so, the plastic ones, you scrunch it up and as you let go, the sort of pop back to normal in your hand. Yeah. yeah. So the plastic ones, they like slippery. So if you give a girl a slippery Canadian dollar, you know, mm. Canadian five, you know, it might fall off. Some other dancer might get it. Her whole night's ruined. Yeah. You give her some American money, it's going to stay with her the whole night. Yeah. Matter of fact, some, she might be backstage. Hey, girl, how you doing? How was your show? Oh, it was great. Oh, girl, you got $5 in between your ass. <laughs> I got $5 in between my ass. I have $5 in my ass somewhere. Like yeah. Oh, good. I was at this Canadian club and that dollar, that money would not stay, boy. Speaking of that, though, there was a very <laughs> funny story. Uh, there was a guy that was just, just, he came in and he was just definitely trying to act like he was more richer than what he was. And so, yeah, so he's up there and he's Isn't got Isn't every like, guy? Yeah, I'm going to say, I reckon he's got about $100 worth of fives in his hand. He's like telling me how he's going to spend so much money here and, blah, blah, blah. and we're like, okay. So he sits at the front of the stage and uh, the girl's performing. And he gets up and he's looking all high and mighty. He's got his hundred dollars in his hand and he puts it in his hand. And he's going to, he's going to make it rain. Like you can see that he's ready for the motion. And now with the paper bills, I'm sure you can sort of like hold it like in America and do that. Yeah. And like one I know what you, I know what you're getting at. Brand new plastic Pla vibes. Plastic vibes. So he's got about a hundred yeah. bucks in his hand. He gets up and he's doing a big show and the girl's in front of him ready. And he goes like this. And the entire <laughs> stuff just goes, Whoa. click, that's it. And you can see the girls will be like, thank you. And the entire stack's there on the ground. And you can just see it's like dying inside. Yeah. It just was like sitting there like, oh, that was all my money for the night. That was every, I was going to sort of try and see if I could make it. And you can't, last. there's no take backs. And there's no take backs. There's like, no take backs. Thank you. And he's, once it hits, like, he's like, can, guys, I, can I reach in and grab? Strip no, club etiquette. Say. Once it hits the stage yep. or once it hits our hand, there's no refunds. Yes. Nope. There's no exchanges. There's, there's no back. 30 days. Yeah. There's no, can I exchange it with the tag? Mm. Right? 50, there's no, there's no receipt. Like yeah, there's no change. Nope. Right? She's not a change girl. Okay. She's going to change your life, but she's not going to give you change. So if you hit the ground with these plastic canadian money it is over oh yeah that's it he sat back down he was very quiet for the mm -hmm. next like 20 minutes and then casually snuck off and, out out. Door, and i'm like See, that wasn't your whole paycheck that's, that's one uh, thing about america I like you know we cannot get the free universal health care like canada but we do know how to make money that will stay mm. you know so you can you know basically splurge yeah. the strip club mm. yeah we make good money yeah yeah <laughs> so we got to save the best for last and yes. uh, oh yeah we also got to do that test the uh the uh shots the shots yep what is dating like mm. in the nightclub life in the nightclub world i mean look i look back at a lot of my past relationships yeah. and funnily enough uh, a lot of them have been at work uh like within work relationships and i know the 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 uh, golden rule of don't don't uh don't uh, s where you eat but uh but yeah no didn't didn't listen to that one so a lot of my relationships and I, it's it's kind of difficult to if someone it doesn't have to be the same bar but it's kind of difficult to have a relationship when you're working in nightlife with someone who's got like a day job for example um, yeah at one point i, I did have a, a relationship with someone that was uh that had that it was really hard to see each other like they were uh. working nine to five so like i'm i'm going to bed at four they're getting up in the morning we'd sometimes get a couple of hours in between like when they're coming home and i'm yeah. starting work uh, but especially nightclubs you sort of need someone that's on the same 
you know, circadian rhythm, I guess, as you, because not saying it's impossible, but just saying it's difficult to keep a relationship when you're sort of sitting there waiting for, you know, someone to come home and you're ready to go to bed and things like that. Yeah. Um, so, or you definitely need someone that needs to understand that. Yeah. And, uh, and understand that, you know, especially in our industry, we don't know when our clock off time is. Like we can get a schedule that says you start at four and you finish at 10, but uh, you know, if the bar is busy, you're not going home. Like you're not going home till if the bar's still open till 4 a.m. You, you're going to keep on. So in that case, you would need that woman or whomever you were well, dating yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to, yeah, to come down, to, to come be down with and you. understand that that's, that's where it is. So a lot right. of the times, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll spend time in the bar or they'll sort of know what's going on. Uh, so it's why I think you see within hospitality, a lot of relationships. Uh, so, and actually, when I used to bar manage Lamplighter, I'm now GMing Lamplighter after a number of years away. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, especially uh, when I first was here bar managing, I've watched about three or four relationships start, like within the place, and all of them are married with kids now. Like all of them are like still wow. together, and you know, while they're out of the hospitality industry, this is where they met and, and that sort of thing. That's what's up. Especially in the strip club, like especially in the strip club. You and you know what I noticed? The the the. Uh, the uh, the young lady that you've uh, started to talk to, she's uh, made it a she's made it a point to spend time with you, yeah. you know, when she can. Yep. To um, at your place of mm, you know, and I thought I was like, wow, that is the recipe, and that's how mm. you make it work. So make it work. So. You know, I, I got to give you props. So thank yep. you so much, and uh, we appreciate your time. Yeah. Oh, what do you got going on? You got anything going on? Not so much. No, I got a got a movie filming in a couple months. Okay. Mercenaries. Okay. Title at the moment. So yeah, see how that goes. So. Sweet. Yeah. Okay. We'll look out for mercenaries. Be kind, guys. We're out.